Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I am I'm nor beautiful nor barely a husband right now. Uh, it's As opposed to? Well, you say it every week. It's October 27th, 2022. Uh, if you're new here, usually we have a lot more gusto and a lot more harumph in our stump. That's um, weird. Don't ever say that again. Uh, <laughs> Don't ever record, refer to any part of me we, as we a stump. When we talk about our lives, we talk about the random movies we're watching from a massive movie collection. But We're a little we, under the weather. We pussyfooted around all week. We watched this movie on the 21st. And I, I say movie, and we'll get to that in a second. We watched this movie about a week ago. And we just waited and waited and waited to record. And Monday I was like, eh. It's been a long day. I don't feel like it. And Tuesday, like, I don't feel like recording. Can we just, like, play games? I'm like, sure. And then yesterday, Wednesday, I started to feel under the weather. Um, both took tests. We're both negative for COVID, so that's good. Um, but just got a little bug. Well, you're a big baby, so, you know. I am. When I, I, I'm not even going to lie. When I'm sick, I'm a fucking pussy-ass little bitch. Um, but I still worked today. Thankfully, it was a quiet day at work, so I didn't do much uh, sitting at home. Um, but I did want to miss because it's it's the end of our Halloween month, and I didn't know when else and we were going to record. And also, you've already made the schedule for the rest of the year, and you didn't want to have to right. redo it. I just got it done through like January, so <laughs> I was like, I really don't have to fix this. And also, we have a busy weekend. We have a lot of stuff going on in our house on Hopefully. Saturday. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, stuff getting built. Hopefully, stuff everything gets finished. done. Tomorrow we're supposed to go to a trunk or treat event and possibly a friend's house. And of course Monday is Halloween um, to go trick or treating with our daughter. Um, we also was like kind of under the weather, but she's such a, more of a trooper than the two of us that I don't no, know whose kid, kid she is. She's a kid. She's resilient. She, yeah, she bounces back easier. I'm already sweating for some reason. I'll put the fan. <clears throat> no, then I'm gonna be cold. I'm gonna need a blanket. Then I get hypothermia. And then I'm gonna die on the show, which will jack our viewer, our listeners, way up. Um, so this is going to be probably a pretty, uh, uh, probably the quickest episode we've ever had, um, is my goal, is my hope. That's been it for this week's episode <laughs> of Married um, Movies. I, I didn't want to miss the week, because we'd watched the movie, and I want to, you know, have the Halloween go to a conclusion. Also, I just don't want to dwell on this fucking movie any longer. I know. Um, I, I do have to add, um, a couple things. Uh, last week, since we've last recorded, I've been watching a ton of movies when I've been working from home, just as background noise, but they're all things that, like... I've seen it before. <sighs> mm-hmm. I did, however, watch two, like, two, I watched, I was on Documentary Kick, so I watched two documentary films, one short film, one feature-length film, and I watched a two-part documentary series I wanted to discuss quickly, um, two of which were in the sports world. The short film I watched was 38 at the Garden, which mm-hmm. was a documentary on HBO Max about Lynn Sanity, 
um, Jeremy Lin's meteoric rise to become a Knicks star and a, an Asian-American icon, uh, which was very good. Very, very good. It was like 38 minutes. I wish it was longer. It could have easily been longer, but it was still very, very good. And then on Netflix, I watched the Redeem Team documentary, which was the documentary about the 2008 U.S. men's Olympic team that was trying to come back and win the gold medal after they'd lost in the Olympics for the first time in 2004. Or the second time, I should say. Um, and it's very heavy on LeBron's ascension, Kobe actually joining the team. A lot of, it, was, it was a very good documentary. I had some hesitation because... I think I've said on the show when we've done other 30 for 30s and stuff, like, I wasn't sure what the future, like, sports documentaries were going to be because, like, modern stars with, like, social media and how guarded they are with agents and stuff. Like, I wasn't sure, like, the content and, like, how good they were going to be at interviews. We're going to be fine. We're going to be good. If anything, it's just going to be a little broad cussing and everything, which is fine. Um, so that was good. What an asshole. And then uh, the third thing I watched, and you've probably seen this on, um, on uh, different websites or talked about through social media. I watched the two-part Peacock documentary, I Love You, You Hate Me, the Barney documentary that came out. I heard you yeah. watching it, but I didn't, you know, I actually had to work. <laughs> I was working too. I was answering emails and stuff while I was on. Uh-huh. Uh, so the two-part documentary, um, and it was, it was, it was odd. It was, but it was... It, again, it sounded very disjointed. Uh, it was a little disjointed. It, it definitely was all over the place. I, I think the last like twenty minutes like really dived deep into like, like more of like a societal take than I was like ready for. Um, mm-hmm. But also like, I don't know. Was yeah. I would say it's a little. It very much reminded me of that Beanie Babies documentary that we watched. Um, and for like positive with, negatives with the a, divorce couple. <laughs> don't talk to me about the divorce couple. I still enjoyed it. Uh, to a certain extent, um, and we recommend watching it. I definitely went into like the dark history of the like the woman who created Barney, and unfortunately, what happened with her family and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was a good good slate of documentary films to watch while I was um pretending to work. So that, that's that was great. Good. Yeah, that's great. Um, I haven't watched anything. No, you're fine. I know it's okay. And what we did watch was today's movie. The 2018? 2019? I don't know. 20-something. I think it's 2019, because the sequel came out last year. The 2019 animated Adams Family movie. Uh, if you notice here, uh, we talked about last week. or in 2019. The, 2019. In the lead-up to this, we were going to watch The Adams Family 2. Two things on that. Number one... We don't own the movie, so we were going to break one of our rules and watch it. I like how it you have to say that first. And watch it streaming so Jillian could, you know, get the whole picture because we knew she was going to want to see it. Uh, and number two, I made a conscious decision after watching this, and we'll get into the review here in a second, that I couldn't put up with another one. <laughs> and I was like, "What? why? What? She can watch it. We're going to be doing stuff in the house. Let her watch it. She'll enjoy, and we don't have to worry about it. So that's exactly what we did. Well, but first, it was a close one there, because when you told Jillian, oh, yeah, you could watch it tomorrow, she's like, but what about you, Daddy? Broke your heart. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, that was a rough one. I was like, oh no, I'm going to find a fucking watch the movie. And we were like in the room. Yeah, so like, we saw more stuff. than we wanted to. We saw to, bits and pieces. But... I saw plenty. Uh, <laughs> so we're just talking about the 2019 Adam Stanley animated movie. That's the only one we watched. Yeah. Uh, which Smith will read the box right now. The Adams Family. Think your family is weird? Get ready to snap your fingers. The Adams Family is back in their first animated comedy about the kookiest family on the block. Funny, outlandish, and... What? I said outlandish. Yeah, you said it a little funny. That's because I'm, like, congested. Uh-huh. And completely iconic, the Adams Family redefines what it means to be a good neighbor. I said outlandish. We have to go rewind that. Okay, rewind it, but I'm saying it's a zero, so thank you. Of course you are, because you're one away from losing the reading challenge. Well, and now we're tied back up, so. That's fine. If I read and I mess up, you have to read one more. Yeah, and not mess up, and then you still lose. I, I knew this was going to happen, and you're going to be like, oh, I'm sick, and like, well, the way I, I say sick. things is like fucked up. and. But I am sick. That's a bunch of crap. Cheating. You cheat. You cheater. I don't cheat because I didn't fuck up the very first one that we did by listening and practicing how to pronounce... And who lost that? It? I lost that. Ali because, Cravalo. Because you admitted it. Yeah, because I knew I was going to lose anyway. No. Yes. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes. Um, why is it so hot been... in her room? Is it her fan on? It always says that. Yeah, her fan. Okay. Did you pull the thing or did you turn off the switch? I don't remember. We'll check after we're done. She's fine. She's out. She's out like a light. She's okay. Oh, yeah. You have a camera that can look at the fan. The fan is on. Okay, see? We're fine. It's always hot. It always says it's hot in there. I don't think that thermometer works anymore. Okay. Uh, Yo, this movie sucked. (laughs) This movie, anything we talked about in the live action Adam's Family, even the first one that I was kind of like, you know, split on, this is like the epitome. I just don't understand why they had to do this movie. Because it's intellectual property that adults recognize. Right. That kids will just they'll sure. see the the commercials and the kitschy references that like are just dumbing down our youth. And this made a hundred million dollars and it got a fucking sequel. And that's all it is. It's just a fucking factory that just churns shit out. There's just, nothing in this for parents whatsoever. It's the epitome of that lowest common denominator animated movie that I fucking hate. Yeah, it it was it was not great at all, and it's it it's also a different kind of story for the Addis family than what we're used to seeing. Elaborate, um, because it opens with them getting married. Oh, so like it starts um, from like kind of the beginning. It starts from like the beginning, beginning. You get Lurch's terrible background that he was an escape mental patient that basically just like stumbled into servitude. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he likes to play piano jams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was, I, I will say, I'm a sucker for throwing things like that in. Like I love musicals. I love songs. I love a good soundtrack. So, so I think that was my favorite part. Just the boom, pop Lurch, it. Lurch. Lurch just jamming out on the piano. We had, I do believe in the second movie he sings as well, if I saw that uh, correctly, he, walking through. Yes, yes. Cool, um, absolutely. Oh, he sung in the first one, too. What did actually. he sing in the first he one? Sung. He sung whatever that song was, playing some tunes. He sang... Uh, 
I don't think he sung. He just played the piano. No, no, no. He sung. Absolutely. I must. So I also have full disclosure here. About 45 minutes into this movie, I flat out just blatantly started ignoring the movie. I could, I had no patience for it because it was just fucking corny and obvious. It, it just, it just lacked any of the soul and the spirit of the movies that we liked. And from what I gather, what the original show had. You didn't have like any of like the lovey dovey stuff with Morticia and Gomez besides like the very very first scene. I get it; it's an animated kids movie, but there's you could still have fun with some innuendo. You could still have fun with you know like their relationship. There was none of it mm-hmm. whatsoever. Gomez barely does anything for that 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 matter. It's just a regular last animated cookie cutter fucking movie. Like, it's just it's just nothingness. You know exactly what's gonna happen the entire fucking time. You know. There's there's no surprises. The voice cast sounds bored, or the voice cast is just woefully miscast. Yeah. It's just not a fun time. The only thing that was a good joke was them going to New Jersey. Because I'll always take a New Jersey slam any, any day of the week. But everything else, eh, not so much. Was there anything that you particularly liked? No, I just said. Lur- like oh, Lurch that was... jamming out. Lurch jamming out. Um, but yeah, it was just like predictable and it reused jokes. It had like the no regrets tattoo on Fester's back. Yeah, it did have a lot of like that. (sighs) I hate when pop culture references are overdone. Animation, I think, is one of the biggest ones. Like, so let's just tackle it now. So Snoop Dogg is the voice of Cousin It in this movie, which is preposterous. When When it came up on the credits and I didn't know it. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And, I, and I'm glad it was what it was. Because I honestly thought they were just going to have, like, it'd be like, snizzle man. Like, you know, like, talking like Snoop Dogg. And he just, he still didn't talk like Cousin It normally talks. But it was at least closer than what I was fearing. But, like, the fact that he rolls in, in, like, a drop top with, uh, from the church. No, it wasn't from the church's palace. It was the, the Drop It Like a Tot song. The Superbug does. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on. Like, what? who thinks that's funny? Yeah. Who is. enjoys that? Who's, who is that for? That's not for kids. I guess it is for kids because they don't get it. And they just think it's funny that this hairball is like, like riding into rap music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the, the focus was on them being outcasts. So the, uh, so what we're used to, the other two movies, they're just them, and everyone else around them are, like, like kind of the fish out of water, and that's where the comedy comes from, right? Right, right. Like, like this, they're the normal. Yeah, in this movie... It's just... It's all about the cruelty of society. Yes. And how cruel everyone is full circle regardless if they're grown people in a village or kids in middle school everyone is cruel to people who are not like them because no one wants to take the time to understand them especially in the town of assimilation you get it yeah it it, Uh. yes it was i feel like overdone and that was what was it was like it tried to have smart humor for the adults like that because what kid who's watching this knows what assimilation is? You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. But it didn't work. Like that Like that just didn't work. Oh, every... It, it should have been some other 
reference to something similar to assimilation, but not flat out saying assimilation, right? Like that that would have like something more clever, I think, would have been more appreciated. You know a movie's bad when it wastes Alice and Janney. Yeah. Like if you if you can't use Alice and Janney in an appropriate way, like don't make fucking movies because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Exactly. And her whole character, like that snooty lady that was just trying to like run this town for whatever reason. And then of course it's a modern animated movie that doesn't have any fucking balls at the end. So now because her daughter's friends with Wednesday, they have to redeem her in some way. Her and Fester are going out and selling houses or doing whatever because Fester still has money in this. It's just it just drives me absolutely mm-hmm. bananas. All the conflict sucks. Wednesday like rebelling or like finding a friend and bringing like color home. In in Morticia's struggle was just lame, and the whole thing with Pugsley trying to become a man by doing this like ceremony of this dance. Everybody hurts. Oh, he, I honestly, you could give me fifty guesses. I would have never fucking known what yeah, which he, song he sung. Everybody hurts. Good. And but then he's would, saying, "I will." I would rather watch a fucking hour and a half video of Michael Stop Stipe like bake a pumpkin pie than watch this movie again. <laughs> With his fucking weird ass head. Um, but yeah, like the Pugsley and... Uh, I complained about the first... Like the the live action movies. Like not really ever doing anything with Pugsley. And I immediately regretted it. He <laughs> was, was like, all up in this yeah, one. Yeah, he's all up in this one. Um, because but also like... Mazuka, Like his coming of age. Why didn't we see Wednesday's coming of age? Why didn't everyone get together for hers? Is it just a guy thing? I think yeah, I think Fuck that. Fuck that. Well, but Wednesday's still, like, the hero. Like, Wednesday's still, like, the main character. She saves the day at the end, you know. Well, sure. I mean, Pugsley still does a little But it's bit also, too. it's really difficult because we talked a lot about how charismatic and wonderful Christina Ricci is as mm-hmm. Wednesday. And this performance, even though I know there's a difference between animation and live action. You I can still give her something. It. Right. It was so uncompelling. There's a lot that are uncompelling, and they're not even my LVPs. Like I yeah. think Chloe Grace Moretz was pretty poor, but but, but she's not even close I to don't LVP even, for me. I don't even mean just the performance. I mean just the character. Oh, the conception. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Uncompelling. Yeah. The storyline for her was like. I get that they took parts of it from like the original show and things like this. I like I, I like the animation. The animation looked very good. I'm and not the style about of the it. Animation. No, I'm I, talking I, about the story. I know. I'm just I'm giving oh, yeah, the yeah. movie the only other prop sure. I can think of. No, yeah. it was cool. Yeah, great. Looked good. Yeah, but like the story, like Wednesday Adams would never wear that clip. Pink? Yeah, no. Or pink. Or, or any care of that. about fitting in. At all. No. At all. That's the whole point. But that's the whole point, right? Because. Now they're the fish out of water where mm-hmm. that's not that's not the reality that has been built around them. So yeah, I just had a lot of problems with it because it does take something that's very iconic, not just to us, but I mean something that's been around for God. decades. Yeah, absolutely. And completely turns it on its head. And it's not like it's Oh, these are the ads for me, but this is like Thursday and Mugsley and right, like it's not like it's the same characters. It's not like 
You know how you sometimes... You confuse the fucking man. It's oh. like, man, I really wasn't paying attention to me. There was a Thursday in Mugsley? No. That, yeah. But I'm saying, no, no, like... I get what you're saying. I'm saying, like, had it been, like, this is the Adams family, but it's, like, different Adamses... Yeah. I would be way more forgiving. Sure. But... But that's not the case, and you can't you can't do something like that. That's no. why a lot of people have had so many problems with a lot of these Disney live action movies and remakes and stuff. Like oh, that. absolutely. If if you're going to take it, if here's the point I'm at with this IP stuff is if you're going to take something that is from my childhood or something that has a pedigree to it or like some kind of lineage, you better do something that honors it, but also adds to it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see anything. That is a fresh take to the point where you're changing the characters in like overall, like inherently, or you're just rehashing stuff. I want you to be like, okay, here's what's established. What what is left on the teat? What meat do we have left to suck out of it? Right. And if there's nothing, then, then fucking leave it alone. Then leave it alone. Or do something like Or do something original. Do something original or yeah. take take that. And and expand it. Yeah, if you want to tell a story about like like society being cruel to people that are different, like wasn't that what that ugly dolls movie was about? Like just fucking make a couple more of those movies or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what if the, like you because they think they know that a sucker like me it. is gonna buy this movie and want to watch it with my fucking daughter, and then she likes it and she watched the second one. If there's a third one, she'll want to see it. So we're part of the fucking problem. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I I do want to add. Um, a movie that we've done for the show before um, that we just watched with Jillian. We watched Beetlejuice with Jillian uh, a couple oh, nights yes. ago. And it was a rousing success. She loved it, as I knew she would. Uh, we officially gotten her on board to be Beetlejuice next year for Halloween. Yeah. So, so, so everyone, all of our listeners out there know, Jillian has this real, she, she's in that, you know, uh, girls have to be girls and boys have to be boys. Mm-hmm. and um, In terms of like dressing up. In terms of dressing up in characters. Um, but, you know, we told her, it does, we've been telling her, it doesn't matter, right? Like, you can dress up like it, um, and she was not convinced until we saw Beetlejuice. And now she, she wants it. wants to be Beetlejuice now, oh, so she's fuck. super, super excited. Oh, I'm gonna regret this. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh, why'd you do that? I, I mean, I gotta... <laughs> How, how you feeling, buddy? Let's make this quick. I got a bug in my throat. Literally, I ate a bug. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that suffice. Okay, bye. <laughs> we'll talk to him more next week. <laughs> I had to. You're so funny. She's now obsessed with bringing him about and having him. She likes him more than me. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Chris Mullet. You hate him, right? I hate him myself. Um... Ooh, actually, I think that worked. I feel much better now. Oh, good. Great, just... See, I'm going to answer all your problems. There you go. Learn to throw your voice. It is my annual... Fuck, I think one of my favorite lines in movie history is, I'll eat anything you want me to eat, and I'll swallow anything you want me to swallow. I'll even chew on a dog. <laughs> it's just a great... You get that character right then and there. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, of course, also, this movie then adds uh, ends with what we've had to suffer through for the past two weeks, a bad rap song. Uh, and I will give them credit. The first movie picked the hip-hop artist of its time, MC Hammer. The second one, Tag Team. This one, we were like, what the fuck is this song? And of course, it was Migos. Migos. 
when I think PG animated family comedy, I think Migos. Um, yeah, so you're going to hear that at the end of this fucking podcast. Uh, you're going to want the show to have gone on longer so you don't get to hear 30 to 45 seconds of yeah. fucking Migos at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another positive thing I say of the movie is at least it gives plenty of time to the actual Adams Family song. I think it plays like two or three times and it's like, it's like the song. Like yeah. it doesn't fuck around with it. Although it does the thing where like, I think it says the lines like when they get to the house, like Morticia's like, ooh, it's kooky. Oh, it's creepy. It's yeah. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, but but I, I liked having it. That's like, you know, what it's known for. Sure. Um, if you're going to do it, then fucking And then like Lurch it. played it on the piano. Like that was one of the first yeah, things. Yeah, they were teasing like, it, yeah. Sure. Also, like, so like the Lurch thing is very funny. Like I don't know what the actual background to the Lurch character is. I doubt it's what it was in this. But I was at, at the end of the movie when like they're getting attacked by the townspeople. And, like, the house is coming in. Like, Lurch, like, covers everybody in, like, a sweet moment to, like, protect mm-hmm. his family. I'm like, motherfucker, well, you're, like, a slave. <laughs> like, what do you care? He's not a slave. He wants to do it. Well, yeah, because he's, he's an escape mental patient. I mean, there's no background as to, like, if he's actually, like, murdered people. But I'm just assuming he is. Why else was he in a straitjacket? He could just be crazy. Yeah, but how do you get to a, a mental hospital and are crazy if not having done something wrong, they don't just, like, institutionalize people in straitjackets Sure because... they do. They Baker Act people all the time. What? They Baker Act people all the time. Why do you know the name of it as if, like, you're going to use it on me or something? Mm-hmm. I have to know the name, so when you try to do it to me, I'm like, nah, you don't get to do that. Gotta know everything. Um, let's get into MVP and LVP. Um, I think MVP is very easy. There was only one performance in this movie that didn't absolutely piss me off. Really? Yes. Well, so there's a couple like Allison Janney is always going to be good, but I didn't like the character. Um, Bette Midler was woefully underused in this movie woefully as Grandma. Grandma. Uh, Grandma. Grandma. Uh, sorry, I don't do that because of a, a, a basketball thing. Um, but like, they don't do enough. I feel like to like earn MVP in this movie. My MVP is Oscar Isaac. I thought I thought he was a really good Gomez. I thought then that's why I was pissed that he didn't do a lot. He was the only one that seemed like he was happy and interested to do the movie. I feel like that's always how he is. Wait, wait. So it's funny. He's so just I, happy to be working. So before we started, I, I, I grabbed my, my poop report uh, for the movies, and I was looking through my MVP and LVP list, and I realized he hasn't won MVP yet. I think he won, should have been MVP at one of the Mullet Awards, possibly, recently, in the past couple of years. Um, but he actually hasn't won an MVP yet. Yeah, he won it in 2020 for Ex Machina. Um... But he has an LVP for X-Men Apocalypse. So he does have a, a penchant for picking, like, when he does big projects, just, like, the wrong fucking projects. But in yeah. this, I was like, you know, I, I, he sounded like the character. He gave him some energy. I was like, yeah, cool. He, he, did, it, he did it well. That's what, did you have somebody else in mind? No. Well, I liked the hand that played Thing. <laughs> Damn it. Especially was because it was left-handed. No, it was oh. animated. What do you mean, was it the same guy? It was a fucking drawing, dude. It was a joke, idiot. Um, I do want to point out, so I was making a comment earlier about how you could have put like some innuendo or could have done something for the adults in this movie. They did. They gave hand a foot fetish. And you thing. see him... Thing. What did I say? Did I say hand? Yeah. <laughs> they gave Thing a foot fetish. Where like, he's on a computer like looking at pictures of feet... 
and like Morticia commands like thing, like he quickly closes it and like, you know, does like a double take, like oops, sorry, I got caught. Well, he can't do a double take because it's just a hand. <laughs> well, but he's still, you know, he he knows what he's doing. Um, yeah. So does. I rescind my comment about adult humor and innuendo because I'm like, what the fuck was that necessary? And how the fuck does that work? Shouldn't he like other hands? What is that in that community? A, a hand that likes feet? Is that like not allowed? I don't know. Maybe that's don't, the don't say feet bill. Maybe all of the hands. <laughs> maybe the, all of the hands are men and all the feet are women. Oh, or that's something. a lot more thought than they put into it. Uh, are you fine with Oscar Isaac as MVP? Yes. Do you don't have anybody else? I thought you were going to say Charlize Theron, who I was like, oh no, I did not like her in this at all. She sounded so bored and resigned in the studio and they just didn't feel like giving her any notes just to be like hey Shirley can we try that again and that said she's still not my LVP I have two others for LVP oh I've got an LVP for you who's your LVP I'm really upset about it because I'm a big fan who is it and I'm so upset he's got he's probably gonna be one of my two it, it's going to be it, it, it's absolutely going to be because I think it was the worst portrayal yep of this character that I've ever yep. seen in my whole life. Yep. Um, and I, I, I just am so mad. Yep. Because I love him. Just say it already. In everything else. Yep. My favorite sparkly pig. Yep. Nick Kroll. The fester was absurd. So I've been trying to get this motherfucker as a voice actor for how long now? Both sing movies. I was pushing it, pushing it. Never got him. And I got him here. I think he's my least favorite voice actor of all time. He always just makes this annoying-ass choice with his character. And for this, he made him sound like, like, what would the description be? Like one of those, like, retainer kids. Like when we play um, Jackbox games, it's the, it's the dummy. <laughs> dummy. It's the dummy. It's not the, me. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what and it everything made me think of. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I just thought it was completely off the mark. Oh, so again, we've said in full disclosure last week that our actual knowledge of the ad, like the live action sitcom Adam Family from the 60s is limited. But I'm sure that's not what the character sounded like, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive. Because Christopher Lloyd is nowhere near that at no. all. So why was that what they chose to go with? I don't know. It It's so grating and irritating that anytime, and he, like, he, he was nowhere near an important, like, you could argue in the first two Adam Sandler movies, Fester's the main character, you know, to a certain extent. In this movie, he's really just a supporting character. He has no through storyline whatsoever. He's just there as comedic relief to get like, you know, knives or, or yeah, throw, like, you know, you know, he's basically super Dave. Um, and it didn't help that every time he fucking talked, it was this awful, obnoxious fucking sound that Nick Kroll decided to do. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Nick Kroll. I think he's, uh, he's hilarious in the league. I think he's good in, um, you know, the Apatow comedies. It's like a bit player or supporting character. Um, but, like, when he does shit like this, he's just not meant to be a, a, an animated voice actor. He's mm-hmm. not. I agree. And he, he's fucking awful. I had another one. That was the one who I was really going to go for, so I'm glad you agreed. But, like, Finn Wolfhard as Pugsley was just Finn Wolfhard. Like, there was not an ounce of attempt to be, like, 
Chloe Grace Moretz, at least you could say in some lines, you know, was like Wednesday Adams. Finn Wolfhard was just like, oh, hey, Dad, what's going on? I'm, you know, I'm Pugsley. And that's why he got recast in the second one. Well, also, he was too old. You know who they recasted in the second one as? Mm. Uh, the actor's name is Javon Walton or Javon Walter. It's Ashtray from Euphoria. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. So that, that kid is fucking range, whereas Finn Wolfhard does not. It, was, it just bothered me. I was just like, I couldn't unhear it. And that's yeah. not Pugsley. That's just a whiny little fucking guy. You know what I mean? Uh, that said, it's fucking Nick Kroll. It's absolutely Nick Kroll. Um, what did you recall or remember hearing or seeing in the second movie? I, I honestly blocked all that out. What can you share with us from the second movie that you happened to catch? Um, cousin, it was on a jet ski. <laughs> okay, we fucked up. We should have watched it. <laughs> we should have watched it. Um, what else? Don't they go on like vacation or something? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the whole point. They go on this vacation. Hang on, let's see. Yep, they go on a vacation. Where is the sequel here? Yep. Here we go. To, uh... Read the synopsis. Oh, okay. It's, uh, Adams get tangled up in more wacky adventures... And find themselves involved in hilarious run-ins with all sorts of unsuspecting characters. Oh, great. That's a specific fucking... Uh, this one so was, in was this, really hit in, hard by critics. In this all-new movie, we find Morticia and Gomez distraught that their children are growing up, skipping family dinners and totally consumed with scream time. To reclaim their bond, they decide to cram Wednesday, Pugsley, Uncle Fester, and the crew into their haunted camper and hit the road for one last miserable family vacation. Their adventure across America takes them out of their element and into hilarious run-ins with their iconic cousin It, as well as many new kooky characters. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, so Jillian didn't say a single thing about the movie, so I even think that she didn't like it. <laughs> She does like the song. When we were leaving, uh, when I picked her up from her after school care the other day, she, in the hallway, was like, na 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 na, and I had to snap. I was like, Jilly, this She is, loves to do this it. This is embarrassing. She loves it. Uh, so, let's see. So, what happens here? Uh-huh. Oh, you know, oh, that, that, that was. Oh, that they was, had a science fair. That's right. Oh, and then Wednesday, some other scientist says that he's Wednesday's actual father. What? It's this whole thing. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not... he just wanted, but he just wanted her Wednesday's formula she developed for the science fair to make human-animal hybrids. I've never been more satisfied with a decision I made than us not watching that movie. It sounds like we made the exact right choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While you were reading the description and giving me giving me like cliff notes, I already started checking out like I did watching this movie. Mm. That's amazing. It just we really need to start thinking about what we're putting in front of Jillian. <laughs> like, I say I, that all the time. I don't, I don't mean it from like a like a brain development. Like I want my kid to like like good shit. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got good taste. Like, she really enjoys Bluey. 
She really loved the Muppet Babies. You know, like, like all those shows were good. I mean, she still likes a lot of crap, but she's a kid. We liked a lot of crap. We've gone back and watched stuff. And we're yeah, like, what the yeah, fuck yeah, were we yeah. thinking? The end of the movie, this movie ends with uh, Gomez revealing to Wednesday that he wears a toupee after losing his original hair in a napalm accident. So, that, that sucks. Cool. Rob Julia just roll over in his grave. Yep. Anything else on the 2019 animated Adams Family? That's your cue to answer my question. I'm the, no, I'm so sorry. I was. I'm so sorry. I I thought that it was rhetorical. No, I, it was an actual question because mm. a podcast is actually a conversation. Mm. So I also don't know how they have this tree. Like, part of it, I think, is like yes. The Adams family, like the source material, yes, like they're supposed to be like. Oh, I have one of them. Go ahead. Kooky and crazy, whatever, mm-hmm. right? But I don't think that they ever had anything like that, like a a tree that was a, like a moving tree, like Ichabod was the tree that saved them and stuff. I don't think they ever had I don't anything think, like well, that. So that was my. So that was one, like the gate in the house being like alive. Like it's not Casita from Encanto. Um, also, when the fuck did they have a fucking tiger? Was a tiger a thing? In the original show, was it? Yeah. Okay. They, All they right. had a lion. It was a lion? It's a lion. And then when, um, in the first movie, when Gomez goes to the vault and he says, down kitty, and then you hear a lion roar. Oh, right, right, okay. That was just like a callback to it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was absurd. Oh, and also, fuck that Bethany girl. That fucking bully. That's what she gets. I did like those scenes. When Wednesday stood up to the bully, mm-hmm. and like then all the frogs, she made all the frogs come alive and attack her. I was like, "Yes, girl." I wish she had been my friend at high, in middle school. Who was picked on all those bullies that picked on me? Who was the weirdest kid you remember in school? Me. No. <laughs> Besides what? you, oh. do you remember the weirdest kid in your school? Yeah. In, in any school? Yeah, yeah. What was her name? What were they like? Richard. Richard what? Shillington. It's a perfect name. Mine's very, very insane. Mine was Carrie. I think his name was Carrie Shackelford. Yeah, but he he was just misunderstood. What did he do? He just was. He just stood out from everyone else. He was just weird. But you can't. What, what no, was, he's just weird. You have to do something to be weird. No, you don't. Uh, my, I guess mine wasn't weird. He was the smelly kid. So oh, like, that sucks. There was the rumor that um, his parents lived in a hotel. And he always... Uh, man, I had to sit next to him in art class for like a half a semester. He fucking stunk. Like, he smelled like he never bathed. Um, but like, he didn't help matters by like... He would always like... Seem like one like cut his fingers <laughs> in art class. And he would just... Yeah, he was just... Weird. Just a weird fucking smelly kid. Mm. Um, probably dead now. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, definitely no Adam's favorite. They're just called goths. Yeah. That's all that it is. Uh, <sighs> all right, well, if that's it for the Adam's family, let's wrap this mother up and go to bed. Um, um, we made it 38 minutes. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Pretty, that's pretty, pretty impressive good. for this. And I feel, I feel all right. I feel, I, feel, I feel a little bit rejuvenated. Doing this with you makes me feel better. Oh, good. Uh, you drew it, so I scored first. I didn't like it at all. I, I thought it was offensive to 
children. I thought it was offensive to adults that had to sit through it. I hate this kind of animated movie because there is nothing to me redeeming about it besides some pretty animation and a performance or two that I can live with. I'm giving it a two. I'm giving it a two and a half. I agree with what you said. It's just, you know... I couldn't wait for this to be over. Yeah, I liked... I like the musical aspects of it just because I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. But other than that, it was just not not great, Bob. Yeah. So let's run through the schedule for the next few weeks. Oh, gosh. Uh, we don't have to draw anything. This was this, the reason why this was held off to for Halloween was because this was part of your random picking spree that we had to go on when we were moving. Next week from the camp pick list will be the paper boy, thanks to you. Then... Also, thanks to you, your nominated movie, Rocket Man. Then, finally, we will catch up from our random picking. We will finally be watching Blood Money. Oh, gosh. We uh, found it. And then it'll be Jillian's birthday movie, so we have to discuss with her what she wants to do for her birthday. I was going to have her do, like, a big tournament, like, grab, like, 32 movies and, like, have her, like, sit okay. and do them all. Um, then we are going to uh, do another uh, Wrap It Up movie because we watched... Uh, earlier on the year when we were moving The Brave Little Toaster, not realizing that we actually owned a Brave Little Toaster sequel that we now have to fucking watch. Um, But we actually located it as opposed to the actual movie that we had to watch off of YouTube. Um, Then, uh, it's Christmas. Then it's December. So, I'm going to get the nominated Christmas movie. We're going to pick uh, together what our Christmas special is going to be. Then it's your birthday. But also, I was going to suggest this. Um, We did it for Halloween for Casper. Um, I wanted to do, uh, from the can't pick list, like the pick them off series we're doing, uh, mm-hmm. like the Christmas movies, there's only one. Should we just do it? What is it? Well, so here's the thing. It's no. a, it's the most controversial Christmas movie that there is. It's not a Christmas movie. It's Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie. How do you fucking know? Cause it's not a Christmas movie. You've never movie. seen Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie. Just cause Bruce Willis says that it took place over Christmas doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. Oh, he agrees it's not a Christmas movie, but okay. watching it, I think it's a Christmas movie. But I watched Bruce it last Willis year. says it's not a Christmas movie, so it's not a Christmas movie. Okay, so we're just only gonna do those two Christmas movies? Yeah, fuck it. Alright, Where's the other Hanukkah movie? There is no Hanukkah Where's the Hanukkah movie? We look through the list. Is there any Hanukkah movies on here? We already did Fiddler on the Roof. That's Let's the see. only Hanukkah movie. Which of the movies were made by Jews? Oh, all of them. Uh. <laughs> Hashtag support Kanye. No, I'm kidding. Fuck that motherfucker. Fuck that motherfucker. I'm kidding. I uh, can't believe you just said that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can't believe I'm you sick. just said I'm that. On, I'm, on, I'm on narcotics. Uh. Who is he? No, actually, he's not. That's the problem. <laughs> that's he's not problem. on anything. Yeah, I literally, I mean, you can look through this list. There, there's not anything that's like holiday appropriate on there. Because we always just like do oh, the, the movie. <laughs> The first what? one I saw was this great dictator. Like, nope. <laughs> that's your that's your birthday movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, um, right, right, right. We'll right. figure it out. So that's basically our slate for the rest of the year. Um, I think I'm going to nominate uh, a, a couple Christmas comedies when we get there. And I think for our action special, we should do another really, really bad Christmas movie because we didn't do one, I think, last year. We, I don't like, know why we have so many of them. I, well, I bought you like five of them last yeah, year for I Christmas. Know. I'm so glad. With all like these bad... Can't wait. Can't wait to watch them. Yeah. So great. So excited. Well, until then, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. Thanks for putting up with our, our lower energy, although I think we did pretty good. And we should be sick for podcasts all the time. This is shorter and uh, it was uh, still, Keep it tight. still okay. It was tight. Thanks, Woods. Um, that makes me breeze. Uh, 
Yeah, because I won GM mode. Arcadeo.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash Arcadeo for bonus content. Facebook.com slash Movies at Movies on Twitter. Movies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. For me, at your host, Small38, on Instagram. For you. At Jam with your Sam. Also for us on the Arcade Audio Network of Shows, the Blank Slate, our Key West wedding uh, episode just hit um, a couple weeks ago. And then coming up in a couple weeks will be, I think, what our best draft is, the Chicken Draft with uh, Rich Campbellucci and Fuck friend that. of the show, Madison Kirby, who uh, hopefully will be on the show next year because starting in 2023, I've started to work in the schedule. We're going to continue our guest star series finally. Now they'll be settled aye, and, aye, aye. and everything. So that'll be something else to put on our schedule to stress us out. Um, also stressing me out <laughs> is my retro wrestling diary because um, now I've watched enough shows where like I just need to fucking type them and I don't want to get behind because I'm lazy. So this week is uh, In Your House, Revenge of the Taker. Uh, show themed around The Undertaker, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, it's bad. It's not a good show. But still read about how bad it was. Read my writing. I appreciate it. Anything else? For mullet. What? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Nothing else. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I was actually really scared Jillian was going to want to like be the Adams Family for Halloween. And like we'd have to be Morticia and Gomez. I'm like, oh, I don't have to like be all like, lovey-dovey with you. On well, public. no, no. If anything, you'd be Uncle Fester. You'd be Cousin It. I'd be Cousin It and she'd be Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, you're always the freak. Well, thanks. It's not my pick. It's hers. You get to be Batgirl this year. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and I have to do all the fucking work for your guys' costumes. Yeah, <laughs> sucker. Family, family, family. I go to war with my family. Rawr, rawr. Ups and downs. Uh. Wrong or right, this family. Yeah. Hey. They think that we crazy. crazy. They say that we crazy, can't handle it. Crazy. My back on the wall. Back. Who am I call my family? Hey. We different. Ooh. We stick out. Stick out. We go. We go. Bug out. Hey. Pop out, uh, hop out, go. ball out, hey. show out. I just a party, let's not make a problem. No, why you looking at me like it's something sad? You should know it's not just me that you be rubbing. The wrong way, so you better think twice. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.